Hello and welcome to the Mental Health and Motherhood podcast. I am your host, Marika. I am a mama, a daycare provider, and a fitness coach. When I record these podcasts, I imagine us sitting together, chatting on my couch like we're best friends. My dream for this podcast is to share about my mental health and motherhood journey, to encourage you to show up for yourself, to remind you that you are not alone in this journey, and to remind you that you are extremely wildly capable of anything you set your mind to. I am so incredibly grateful that you are here, and I cannot wait to share today's episode with you. So let's dive right in. Hello, I am so excited that you are here today and that you're listening to today's episode. I know I typically start the episode saying that, but today's episode is really special to me because it is the first episode that is going to be about child-related content. Today's episode is going to be about 10 powerful ways to build a growth mindset in your children. So let's dive right in. Number one is praise them for the effort and not the final product. So instead of focusing on the outcome, praise them for the work that they did to get there. Instead of, wow, what a beautiful painting that you created, switch it to, you worked really hard to stay focused while you were creating this picture, and your hard work really shows. You know, a grade that has been earned, maybe your kids are in school, a grade that has been earned with hard work, whatever the grade, should always be rewarded rewarded before something that has been achieved without effort. You studied hard for that exam. Maybe you didn't get the grade you wanted, but I can tell that you really studied hard. You kept going and worked hard and you did it. And I'm so proud of you. I loved that you kept trying different things and finally you found something that worked. Number two is catch them being persistent. Anytime you see them putting in effort, working really hard towards a goal, acknowledge it. It doesn't mean you have to gush and you have to be this big, (laughs) big thing every single time you see them applying themselves, but it means a lot to them when you notice and it encourages them to keep trying when you notice. So maybe they're learning to tie their shoes and you can simply say, you don't have to make it a whole celebration every single time, but simply stating something like you're working really hard at that arm too, or that looks really hard. And I love that you're trying new things simple. It doesn't have to be this extravagant celebration every single time, but those kind of things are going to really encourage them to keep going. Number three is affirmations. These are by far my favorite thing ever um, for myself, but also for the children that I've worked with and for my daughter. So saying things, you know, when they're struggling, repeat after me, I am strong, and then getting them to say it. This reminds them that they are capable of things. They are strong, that they are unique little young people. Um, And it honestly helps so much. So if maybe they're learning to swim and, you know, you just see them constantly kind of giving up because it's really hard to swim instead of just, come on, just get it. Like, come on, just understand, understand. Maybe getting them to yell really loud, I can do hard things. And that will help encourage them to believe in themselves in order to start swimming. With affirmations, I also love to remind children when they are struggling and when they say, oh, this is too hard, I just can't do it. Remind them of a time that they have struggled before and that they've overcome and what the outcome was. Because nine out of 10 times, you're going to be able to come up with lots of different things that they've struggled with before. And this is going to encourage them to keep going. Number four is using the word yet instead of never. 
and use it often. When they say things like, I just don't know how to do it, encourage them to replace that sentence with, I just don't know how to do it yet. Simple three-letter word that you can add to the end, and that will remind them that maybe you don't know how to do it right now, but in the future, you can acquire that skill. Keep doing this, and as soon they will learn it for themselves. Self-talk is a powerful, powerful thing. If you say, I just can't do it, versus I just can't do it yet, you're more likely to keep trying if you add that word yet. Number five is remember that they are constantly watching how you handle life. They are going to pick up on those negative or positive skills that you are currently using. No pressure or anything. This used to make me so anxious because I thought I couldn't fail. I couldn't make mistakes because that would just teach her those skills. And I just thought that that was so horrible. I had to be this quote unquote perfect mom in order to teach her the best skills. But as you'll learn in the next three points, it's not about being perfect. Number six is speak truthfully about the mistakes you've made and what you've learned from them. Speak about your mistakes in a positive manner, and this will show your children that taking risks and making mistakes are all a part of the journey of life and all a part of the learning process. Number seven is speak about your goals and the process of getting to your goals. As I mentioned before, children are watching you. So if you don't have a growth mindset yourself, it's going to be hard to teach them a growth mindset. I don't mean, you know, that you can't celebrate the final achievement. Maybe you're working on writing a book and you finally wrote the book and you're so excited. So you celebrate, but I mean like celebrate along the way and have them part of that celebrate. Mom just finished her first chapter. Yay. Let's celebrate. Mom just, you know, I really didn't want to show up today, but I did this and just really involve them in celebrating daily wins towards their goal. Number eight is apologize when you've done wrong. A lot of parents believe that as a parent, you don't have to apologize. And I believe that you don't have to apologize, but I do believe there's so much learning that can happen when you apologize. It shows your child that you, just like them, make mistakes. You're a human and that it doesn't have to end the world. And it's not the worst thing in the world when you make a mistake. So apologizing to them and maybe even problem solving with them and saying, you know what, mom shouldn't have done blank. Next time, maybe I will blah, 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 blah. Or what do you think could have been a better choice for me to make in that situation instead of what I did? Gives them an opportunity to really problem solve in a third person type scenario instead of pointing all the fingers at themselves. Number four is give them permission to fail and fail again and fail some more. This takes anxiety out of learning and puts back love. Giving kids permission to get it wrong sometimes will broaden their willingness to take risks and experiment with better ways of doing things. This will expand their creativity, their problem solving, their readiness to embrace change, and just decrease the anxiety around the perfectionism. Number 10 is showing them that they don't always have to be successful and that's okay. Kids, as I said earlier, they don't learn what they're told. They learn what they see. So if you hit a bump in the road, instead of letting that destroy you, easier said than done, I know, let them see that you're okay with that, that you take obstacles and you just move with it instead of letting it destroy you. Talk about the things you've learned about when something didn't go quite as planned or talk about how 
failure actually taught you a really important lesson. Again, this is things that they're going to see, but you can also share through your own experience. So here are some bonus tips for how to incorporate these things when you have a busy week. How do you do affirmations? How do you do all these other things when you're super busy during the week or during the day and you feel like you wake up and it's already bedtime? Like it just goes by so quick. So here are some things that I would suggest. Number one is have sticky notes around the house or even pictures with in picture frames with words or pictures that have affirmations on them or pictures that remind them of something that they've overcome before, just things that can remind them daily while they're in the house without you having to go out of your way to say stuff. Number two is affirmations. Put them on cards or put them on a piece of paper and put them in their lunchbox every day. This is something that I've been working on as a free um, download for you guys and I'm super excited but doing something like that. My daughter can't read yet so I've added pictures into hers and each affirmation has a different picture so that she's able to really connect. Okay, this picture means da, 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 da. And just having them have that moment while they're eating their lunch at school, being able to look at it and remind themselves that they are capable, that they are lovable, that they are worthy, that they can do hard things. Number three is when it is bedtime, ask them one, one or two things that they're grateful for or one or two ways that they have really had a successful day. How did they win? What is something that you guys can celebrate together? Because there's so much power, as I said, for myself, for humans in general, just to celebrate the journey and not just to focus on the end goal. Number four is catch them being persistent. This is something I mentioned earlier, but it's easy to do. Um, just catch them when they're working really hard at something. Number five is sh at mealtime, share something that you've struggled with, maybe that day, something specifically, um, and how you overcome it. It does not have to be something super complex or something that is going to take a million years to explain. It can be as simple as, I really didn't want to do the dishes today and I left them for a couple hours. And how did you overcome it? It shows them that they too can overcome things. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It means the world to me that you take time out of your busy day to listen to me and to listen to this podcast. So if you really enjoyed this, share this with your mama friend that you think could really benefit from this, or even reach out to me on Instagram and let me know what you thought about this episode or one thing that you will definitely start doing with your kids. Reach out to me at at underscore mental health mama underscore on Instagram. I cannot wait to hear from you. I hope that you have such a wonderful day.